All right, we're welcome back again here to another edition of The Voice Report. I'm coming to you again from suburban Philadelphia, where it has been certainly a busy time in the basketball world. Great to be back again in the Philadelphia Catholic League, as I got to see my first game yesterday with Roman Catholic High School. And certainly with greatness certainly comes to sorrow. Over the past couple of weeks, basketball has certainly lost some iconic type of figures. Uh, John Chaney was laid to rest just 24 hours ago. The great legendary basketball coach at Hall of Famer at Temple University was surrounded by uh, peers and friends. And, you know, John Chaney was one of the big reasons after attending his basketball camp at the age of 15 why I wanted to pursue a career in broadcasting. And just yesterday, another iconic figure, um, was laid to rest. And we're talking about probably the man who was the greatest scout. And if anybody has any questions, you can send them to The Voice Report on Instagram, at Voice Report, on my Twitter, at Jacob Schwartz 23 on Facebook, uh, Voice of Reason. Um, again, we're always taking comments again on Tom Kachowski. And on the line with us today is a man who knew Tom very, very well, growing up in the section of Queens, New York, where he attended Tom's alma mater, Archbishop Malloy. And currently he serves as the high school coach at Fish University in Nashville, Tennessee. College coach. A college coach. Well, uh, well, he, well I, did say, I did say that. He serves as a college coach. Did I say high school? I'm getting yeah, tongue-tied. No, I'm tongue-tied. I'm tongue-tied. But since yeah. we got you here... The one and the only former NBA great Kenny Anderson. Kenny, a pleasure to talk to you here today. Thank you for giving me the time uh, to speak with you, and uh, you got to be full of it, 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 it. Honestly, it's it. I could give you everything in the book. Elephants sitting on our head, bricks falling on top of us. Boy, this is this was a sad, sad day yesterday with the passing of Tom Kanchowski. Yes, yes, it definitely was. He was just a great man. Um, he was a great friend, and I knew him, you know, when I, I'll probably go back when I played, when I was like eight years old, playing in the CYO League in, over in Queens. Uh, Our Lady Evangelist, I met him, and um, I grew. I grew into the person I was because of some of the things, you know, the, I, I, period. I was like a, growing up, I was like a snotty nose kid just playing basketball, really was selfish, you know, I was selfish, and I learned a lot, man, by, by going going to Archbishop Law High School, learning from Jack Curran and Tom Chichowski, just to how to be a, a, a better young man, one, and how to be a, a great human being to, to, to everybody that I, that I meet. And um, it was it was just a you know frustrating time you know when I heard that he had passed away and it was it's so so emotional man it, was so it emotional. wasn't that long though um, it seemed when I got the news that he had gone to the hospice I just yeah. thought yeah. time is time is is definitely um, there's. Not a whole lot. We don't know how much longer he's going to be. I remember, if I may say, uh, he had the um, I had the opportunity to see him a year ago. It's been almost a year since he and I really have even spoken because you know Tom never had a cell phone, didn't drive, never owned a computer. If he said he was going to be somewhere, he showed up. So Tom comes to the Metro Classic, which is a big high school event in New Jersey, and you know in Tom's River. 
this past, uh, just last year, and he walks into the gym, and not only were people excited to see him, but I think they were very concerned. We had just found out that Tom was battling cancer, and he just... That's not the Tom Kachowski I knew. The Tom Kachowski I knew was the happiest, most cheerful type of person you would ever meet. And when he came to Philadelphia, he would play. He would come to the Donna Frio in Philadelphia. He would come to uh, different high school showcases, and then of course, um, Hoop Hall and City of Palms. I, I just, it was just strange to see him and the way he looked. He didn't look like himself. No, it um, you know it's health was uh deteriorating and he and that's what he that's what he you know he had to give it up you know um, it's sad it's, it's just it's just sad man it's very because you sad. knew because you knew that if he wanted to continue his career and his legacy if he didn't have cancer you know we and and we didn't have covid you, you me and him we'd all be sitting in a chair together reminiscing about stories that was tom kachowski it yeah. really was yeah. Now, we lost another name, um, and we'll get back to Tom in a quick second, but you and I um, got to officially meet in, in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, yeah. and we sat down and chatted with another name who we recently lost, John Rhodes of the Beach Ball Classic. Your thoughts on him? Uh, it just, you know, I told my wife recently, like all the people that took care of me that I cared about are passing, and it's really difficult. You know, I came, John Rhodes, you know, I, I won the Beach Ball Classic uh, two years, uh, three years. He said three years in a row I won it. So it was just, they made me the, the decade player of the year up in um, Beach Ball Classic. John Rhodes was just a great human being. Uh, he helped a lot of young men, a lot of coaches with their careers and everything. And um, it's just been tough. You know, not just with the COVID, but just with, with, with everything, just people passing away. And it's really been a, a trying time. Yeah. We've, uh, yeah. You know, uh, this year. And we must all, you know, give, give thanks, you know, to the, to the Lord for blessing us. Yes. You know, yes. blessing us. Oh, yes. To be living. Um, you know, I was very sick. And I, I recovered. You so had a stroke, yes, God. yes, and 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 you, I, I guess, um, no pun intended. You, you kicked out by the grace of God. Yeah, yeah, and that's it by the grace of God, because uh, everybody, t I got, I got more work to do here. Yes, and I, and I got more work to do here, and um, you know, I, I just plan on helping the young men. That I coach, I coach here at uh, NAI school, Fish University. Yes, very big academic school, but they brought me in here to try to build up the basketball program, and that's what I plan on doing. I love it down here in Nashville, and um, it's just it, it, that's what I see. My job is to is to is to give these young men a chance. Yes, I don't not to play play basketball overseas or whatever, but just you know, get do well academically and then get a good job and be able to take care of their families and tell them, you know, if they want to know about, you know, life as a basketball player, I can do that. Yes. Because I played on every level. So it's just been, you know, it's been great um, trying to uh, build this program. And I, I love it here at Fitz. And, you know, this is what God has, has given me. And um, this is my, this is my do, do it all. This is what God put, you know, oh, put me on this earth he, sure, he sure he sure he sure did 
Hey, let's talk a little bit about um, your career, Kenny Anderson, going uh, from Queens, New York, to playing for uh, the ACC at Georgia Tech, to playing in the NBA for... Now, how long officially were you in the NBA total time? I played in the NBA for 14 years. And you were, let me tell you, as a kid growing up here in suburban Philadelphia, sure. every time I turned on the TV, my dad and I would watch the game, and it would be, yeah. that's Kenny Anderson. That guy can play. Yeah, yeah. I played every every level, high school, college, and then I played at NBA, which was great. Well, uh, NBA is great. Uh, played with New Jersey Nets with uh, Derek Coleman, Drazen Petrovic. You know, early in my career, they were just awesome players. And then I um, I went on and played with the Celtics, Boston Celtics, with Paul Pierce, uh, Antoine Walker. You know, coached by Rick Pitino. What was that like with Rick Pitino as your coach? I mean, it's amazing oh, to believe that he's now still coaching. I'm, I'm just—he was a great coach. He's a great coach, but I'm, I'm just felt bad we didn't win. No, and, yeah. um, and, and when you don't win, you know, it, it really—it takes the the, the the coach. It goes straight to the coach, and um, you know, he got frustrated with us, and he left Boston. But uh, but the assistant took over. Um, it just was. Um, you know, we went to the Eastern Conference Finals against the New Jersey Nets, uh, Jason Kidd, and um, them, and they beat us. They beat us. But you did uh, have for yourself a great career. And um, what were you doing before you uh, were coaching at, at Fish University? I was coaching at AAU with South Florida Elite down in Florida. Were you living down there? I lived in Florida for 15 years, raising my kids yeah. and my wife, and then I... You know, I got the jo- I got the job offer um, at Fish University uh, two years ago. Sure, and uh, you know, and that, and that's what I wanted to do is help. How has how has been um, going from I guess from up north to down south? What has been the difference uh, for you? Um, I, I guess you know what makes basketball different down there than it did up here because you and I are northeastern guys. We've seen some of the best basketball in the in the country in the ta- in the world. Uh, yeah, well, basketball has changed a great deal. You know, uh, when I played, it was a little more physical. You know what I'm saying? Now it's a little more, you know, uh, in the NBA, that is. Uh, you know, it's, it's not as physical as it was. A lot of hand, the hand-checking rule is a foul. You know, um, so the three-point ball is very, it's very, um, it's very especially like now everybody is taking the three-point. When I was there, we had a, Typical big, you had to get a typical big, throw the ball in, cut off, and, you know, get two-pointers was, was great. But now it's the three-point shot. It, it's huge. And the game has changed. And, it, and it's changed for the best, I guess. I, yeah, you know, I, I think so. the game of basketball, you know. I think so, yeah. And as we go, kind of go back to where you started at Queens, and I had the chance to meet your uh, little nephew. I actually told you this when I uh, was with you in, in Myrtle. Um, it just amazed me. The first things, and I think he was probably about 10 years old, and he said to me, I've known Tom Kachowski since I was a baby. And let's say it's you, it's Kenny the Jet, um, who's done a remarkable job at TNT, and he runs his the academy he has. Uh, it's It's... Peter Vesey, the great journalist. It's Lou Carnesecca from St. John's, uh, Jimmy Laranega at Miami. What can you say all in all about that 
storied program, Archbishop Malay High School. Oh, our, our program is, is huge. You know what I mean? Has been. With the Catholic, uh, the CHS. Not what it used to be, um, but it's still, you know, yeah. When I, when, I, when I went to Malloy, we ran it. <laughs> you know, but uh, it's great competition. You know, uh, the CHSAA uh, out of Queens was Christ the King, St. John's Prep, Bishop um, Ford, McClancy, uh, St. Francis Prep. Uh, we just had a lot of a lot of um, a lot of competition. Talentime High School, yep. we played. They was in the Catholic League, um, but Malloy uh, under Jack Curran for many years. He was, was the best. Was a powerhouse. He was the best. Uh, he there was, was not a guy best. who could do it better. And he coached a great basketball game, but he also was our baseball coach yes. at Malloy. Were you a baseball player? He was, he was a better baseball coach than basketball. Now, did you play baseball? No, I, I remember one year I was going to run the bases for them. <laughs> I was going to run the bases because I, I, I was scared of uh, the ball, you know, the, the batter's box. Oh, yes. The ball was coming too of fast. Of course. But I can run the bases. I can play the field. Yeah. No, you you, you were fast. I thought, thought, but no. He he said, no, just keep playing basketball, Anderson. And, 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 you know, he definitely, um, I I unfortunately never got a chance to meet him. Um, Since I started covering in New York, uh, I, I always hear stories about Jack Curran. And I know that. People like Tom were were very very close with him, um, both on and off the court. You know the story um, about Tom goes back to the early fifties and sixties when Connie Hawkins, who's considered one of the great New Yorkers, uh, Tom first started watching along with his brother Steve. They would go to different parks and 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 watch, um, you know, uh, superstars play. And I think that kind of continued and passed on decades later with. Uh, uh, yourself and Stefan Marbury, and I, it just like I said, the list goes on and on. And then all those trains and buses that he ever got on to go down to New England. Um, did you know right then and there that Tom was going to be the guy that everybody could count on for high school superstardom? No, I really didn't know. I know he went when he was in this. He went to the same high school that I went to. Nineteen sixties, he went, and um, I remember him. You know, through my growing up, you know, um, he just was a great man. Uh, he was an awesome scout. And, uh, he worked uh, for Five Star Basketball, and um, just he just was an awesome scout all through New York. You know, he became the guy. Yeah, but 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 he became the guy all around the country. Oh, the world! I didn't. Yes, and I'm I'm just getting aware. I knew of him all around. I'm just getting that when he now he's passing. Everyone is telling me. Oh yes. You know, oh yes. There. He went there. I I never knew. Oh yeah. He used he to come to the Philadelphia Catholic you know, League. Well, he used to come to the Philadelphia Catholic League uh, semifinal games. He yeah. would go to to Chicago yes, right yeah, after. Yeah. And it was amazing what he could do and who he was. Why he, you know, why, he, you know, the first thing when I saw his passing yesterday, I went straight to ESPN.com. I went to ESPN.com this morning, nothing. I am so disappointed. I am so disappointed that ESPN hasn't made, uh, hasn't put an article up on him. Because you got to understand something. I mean, if you were to, I'm pretty good friends with Brett Brown who coached the Sixers and I went to Brett Brown and the first thing I said was 
uh, or I think we had a conversation and he mentioned, uh, oh, you're talking about Tom Kachowski. I said, you know him? He said, of course I know Tom Kachowski. He knew my father because his dad was a high school coach in New England. And everybody knew, and, and everybody, everybody respected him. He's just a, number one, he's just a great man, but he, he understood the game of basketball. He Did you go to Five Star when you were a kid? You were a kid. You were a Five Star guy. No, I wasn't. You what know, do you know? What do you remember most about it, though? I'll tell you a little, you know, just real quick. Oh, please. About my high school, Jack Curran wouldn't allow anyone who attend Archbishop Malloy to go to Five Star. Really? And why is, and why is that? I don't know. And I don't want to get into it. No, I understand. Garfinkel and my high school coach, Jack Curran, did not get along. But he got along with Tom, who was practically yeah, second I, fiddle. I, I don't, you know, hey. I don't, you know, want to get, you know, no, too I, much I involved don't. in that. Of course, of course, but of course. I never, I never could go to five. But you wanted to go, and you would have gone if you were allowed. Uh, no, I don't. No, not at that time because I, he, my coach, he, I didn't need it. Oh, <laughs> you don't need to go. my coach was right. I, he said you don't need it. You're no. the number one player in the city. Oh yes, year. yes, I agree with that. I agree with that. Needed to go. I agree with that. I went to Nike AFD camp. For what I was, I was, I failed Spanish every year. You failed I, Spanish every. <laughs> so I had to go to summer school every year for Spanish. Oh boy! Or, or I couldn't go back to my high school. Are you speaking it now? Class. Are you speaking it now? <laughs> no, it was just one of those language languages that I had problems with. So I had to go to summer school. So I never went to camps, but I went to Afty. I had to go to Afty one time. I went. And I did extremely well there, and uh, Coach Curran understood that, and that was it. I went to Jack Curran basketball camp at Fordham University, he had, and I, I loved it. You know, every year I used to go up to his camp. And but you I had, yeah. Basketball camps. You had the opportunity, yeah. Go to basketball camps. But you excelled for that guy. You and Jack, it seemed like you had a really good chemistry. And, you know, when I, if you ever get a chance to watch the uh, documentary on Tom, of course, you'll see the testimonials of every single coach. Um, Tom was certainly a big part of you getting into Georgia Tech. Is that true? Um, somewhat. Some, yeah, somewhat. You know, recruiting, the, recruiting it was uh, Georgia Tech, North Carolina, Syracuse, uh, Duke. You know, those schools was very big on my list, but um, it, it windled down to Georgia Tech uh, and Syracuse. And why Georgia and, Tech? Why Georgia Tech? Because I, I just went to Atlanta. I visited Atlanta with my mother, and we enjoyed it. And um, it just was the right fit. Coach Crimmins, you know, uh, was a great fit for me. He came from the Bronx. And my and we and I'm from Queens and we just got along well. It just seemed it was a good fit for me. But I did love Syracuse, Jim Beheim, coach, uh, because uh, Pearl Washington went to Syracuse. Yes, so, so that's why I was big with Syracuse. And I was, and then they had Derek Coleman, Billy Owen. It was a little bit. It, it was tough for me that when I made the choice, it was still on and on. I was like, ah, but Georgia Tech was the right move for me. And you had a great career as, at, at, at Georgia Tech. You had the opportunity to play in the ACC. Yeah, it was great. And, and what was, and what was you know, I never got a chance to meet another guy who was a little before my time was Coach uh, Bob Crevins. And what was he like as a coach? Oh, he was a very, very a great coach. 
he just knew the game, number one. Number two, he just was a great human being, just a, a great communicator. And, um, you know, he just he just got it right. We just had a very good team. My, my lethal weapon three, myself, Dennis Scott, Brian Oliver. Sure. Then we had, a, we had the number one recruiting cast with myself, uh, Malcolm Mackey, uh, Ivano Newbill. You know, we were very yeah. big. We, we, we was very, it, it, it was a good Big, was, big was, fit, yeah. Cool. Love Dennis we Scott. Had, Love, love Dennis Scott, and, and yeah. you and him had such, you and him had such great chemistry. And fortunately, I, I, you know, because here in Philadelphia, we didn't get a lot of ACC games. It seemed yeah, like growing up played, in my house, we played yeah. every year. They was on our schedule, and uh, with Mark Macon, um, I'm a, I'm a good friend of Mark Strickland. But you hate, but you hate, guys, but you hate Philadelphia. Philadelphia. And, um, we beat them. They beat us there in Philly. And then we beat them in Atlanta, I believe. You but know? you hate Philadelphia, Kenny. You've exp- you've said it right yeah, to my I, face. I'm not a big fan. You know? <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Philly. I know I'm you're not because I know you know this is going to hit the Philly airwaves. But um, I'm just not a big fan. But it it's is okay. What it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You know what? And, and I say this out of love and respect. Um, I love New York. It's actually one of my favorite. I know people would always say to me, "You're a Philly guy. You gotta hate New Yorkers." No, I actually think I've had the privilege of coming, you know, going up to New York and watching some amazing basketball in New York City. I'll always respect um, my time in the New York area. Uh, no matter where I've gone, it didn't matter if it was Dick's. Uh, it didn't matter if it was uh, if I watched a Catholic League game or or getting a chance to work with Big Apple basketball. I've always had great times in the New York area, and and like I said, New York is New York. It's the greatest city in the world, as is Philadelphia. We have great basketball in the city, but you can't. The problem is, and you're right. You've said it before. There's nothing like. The mecca of basketball in New York City. It's it's amazing what you you can say. Now I'm glad to know that you had a great relationship with Mark Macon. Now, if I could just get you uh, on John Cheney, um, your thoughts on his passing? Yeah, John Cheney was a was a legend, especially being an African American, and to to do what he did, you know, far as you know, going to Temple, and uh, you know, with with the education and everything. He was just a great man. <laughs> He's just a great man. Um, and not, not only was he a great coach, awesome, and but he was a, a great human being. And I just, uh, you know, I love him for for, for being John Cheney. And uh, a lot of my a, a lot of my friends, um, the coach there now, um, Aaron uh, McKay, the, uh, played with him. Eddie Jones played with them, and uh, sure. what's the coach now now. Um, Aaron McKee. Huh? Aaron McKee. Yeah, I'm sorry. Aaron McKee is a teammate of mine in Portland. He played Aaron McKee is the head coach there. Uh, he's doing a, a great job with the with the youth, with the young men. And uh, he played with me in Portland. He had some great players, uh, John Chaney. And, he did. Uh, and he did. Tim Terry played for yep. it just, it Rick just, Brunson. It on and on. Yeah, Rick Brunson. Um, Rick Brunson. And he, he just... You know, not only did he coach well, but he always, you know, said he wanted his players to 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 grow. He as did human beings, and 
and that was that was awesome. He was a phenomenal uh, person. I got a chance yeah, to go to his yeah. camp when I was when I was fifteen years old, and I'm yeah. very proud that I got to do that because it kind of helped me realize that I want to be around this. I want to be around this game for for a long time, and I'm, yeah. I'm fortunate I've been able to do that. Now, um, it, it, and and before I leave you off with the last question, uh, it, it were rumors going around that John Calipari, who you know. Um, one of the most infamous, um, yeah. I guess it's one of the most infamous uh, press conferences in the history of college basketball where John Chaney had basically said, end quote, threatened to kill him if he ever saw him. <laughs> that, Chaney, that Cal had actually flown into Philadelphia yesterday to come to the private service, uh, which was the one that uh, I was not, or others were not allowed to attend. Yeah. And that's and I, to me, that's class because yeah. he and Cal were actually... Uh, yeah. Very, very good friends, and and Cheney yeah. made a lot of friends. I don't think he made as many enemies as as people thought. He was very well revered yeah. in this sport. Yeah, you, you you live and learn, man. And uh, Calipari at Kentucky, and you just the years go by, and you just you just learn a lot of things about one another, you know. And I think he I think he learned a lot, and. Uh, He's just giving back, man, and he and he, he's giving back in the right way. And that's I, I, you know, I agree with that. We've got a kid down uh, in in New Jersey by the name of Lance Ware who has done yeah. very well for him, and of yeah. course, um, and of course, uh, his 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 connections with uh, our buddy who's now with the Knicks, World Wide West, who yeah. still has the, I guess you could say, still has the ins and outs of. Of of this area of basketball, so of course, World Wide West will make an appearance whenever there is somebody from New Jersey. I just remembered that they were um, they were recruiting Lance Ware through World Wide West, and now through World Wide West and Dewan Wagner, they're now going after his son, and they've been going after yeah. little DJ very hard. DJ, the number one sophomore in the country, and well oh. deserved, and 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 rightfully yeah. deserving. These guys are great players, you know, but I hope they're teaching them. Them young men about life in general, of course. you know. Basketball is one thing, but just teaching them about life and how to carry themselves and how to how to, how to, how to be human beings, how to talk to people. Uh, I hope they, you know, get that right. You know, because there's a lot of yes. a lot of kids that don't get it and they fail. They fail. I I hope and, I uh, really I hope they yeah. get it. Basketball I, is one thing, but just life in general is. is is a blessing. Of course, of course. And and one last uh, question. You've been at uh, Fish University, the NAIA school, for the last uh, two years. How are you enjoying your time uh, being a college coach? Uh, and, no. and is this something you'd like to do uh, for a long time, or are you planning to maybe go back to the NBA, or would you like to be a high school coach someday? I, I, I want to be on a college level. I'll do it for a long time. I just... I love watching NBA. I'm not going. I, I wouldn't want to work it. I don't want to. No. I don't want to coach those those men. Those, no, those no, men this, in the yeah. NBA. I I like this where I'm at here at Fisk, and God has put me here for a reason, and and hopefully I can build it. It's gonna be it's gonna be some difficult times, but I'm all set for it. And uh, you know that's basically me. You know I love the NBA game, but. Nah, you know, I'd rather coach on the college level. You are, as I tell people, you are a standout human being, and I'm very proud to call you a friend, a guy that I grew up watching uh, from the NBA, from uh, Georgia Tech. 
I'm so honored, like I said, and privileged to call you my friend. I look forward to seeing you hopefully in the next few weeks uh, in South Carolina for Prep Nationals. And I'm hoping, like I said, you and I will be, and, and I know that uh, in, I think in, I think, what is it, in May, you and I will be seeing each other in, in Cleveland, in Ohio, for your, for your camp. My showcase, my showcase. Your showcase. showcase. I look forward to, to being a part of that. And, and yeah, Kenny. Man. You know that well. You you promised you were going to be flying me out there, so you yeah, know that I'm gonna fly you out there. Put you up, <laughs> Kenny Anderson again, the head coach at Fisk University. Of course, you might remember him as the great Kenny Anderson, uh, NBA phenom, Georgia Tech, and of course the pride of Archbishop Malloy. It's such a pleasure for you to come on here to the Voice Report to talk about uh, the late Tom Kachowski and the life. Of course, you've led, and I got to tell you. After kicking out from the stroke you had, I, I think you're certainly on, on a great path, yeah. and we know you're going to be with us again for a long time. Kenny Anderson, stay safe. Uh, enjoy the weather. Uh, it's cold where we are, and it's snowing down here oh, yeah. in Philadelphia. But it's not as cold as Philly. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Anderson again here on another edition of The Voice Report.